flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsors at Manscaped, you can trim those holes safely and efficiently. I'm talking about ball trimmers, y'all. Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, have an exclusive offer for the Thomas Island audience. If you use our code, TAMA, and you'll get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the 2 million men who trust Manscaped. They're here to make sure your balls are trimmed and smelling nice. After all, it's time for some spring cleaning. Manscaped has all the tools to get you spring ready. Have you heard about the Weed Whacker? It's a nose and ear hair trimmer that provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. There's no more gross nose hairs flying off into the wind. Plus, the premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor and a 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Manscaped is making it easier than ever to whack your weeds and also to make sure that you have the most confidence while also providing hygiene. Speaking of incredible hygiene, Manscaped has formulations to keep you fresh and ready for everything that comes your way all day. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It's starting to get hot outside, and this is crucial for your ball to stop sticking to your leg. I use it. It's great, especially as the summertime gets swampier. If you go to manscaped.com right now and use the code TAMA, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. That's right. Use the code T-A-M-A for free shipping and 20% off at manscaped.com. Manscaped. Shave your balls. All right, welcome back to Thomas Island Podcast. I'm your host, Tama Tonga. This week, this week we got somebody special. He's the young gun of Bullet Club, the youngest brother of my family. Did I say that right? Youngest of my family, sort of. He's the youngest of the boys, but he's but he's the he's the biggest and tallest out of all of us, ladies and gentlemen. From England? From where? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome, Hiku Leo. Oh, what up, man? What's up, dude? Thanks for finally having me. Yeah, man. He, I've been wanting to get you on. You know, yeah. I just didn't know when, how, if you even wanted to be on it. Of course. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of. Sometimes it's a little di- difficult for me to, uh, to get family on because I, you know, I don't want to bother family. I don't want to bother guests, but mostly family. But yeah. y'all should be doing shit for me anyway, right? Right? It's family love. I do. I do the videos for you. That's right. Come on, that's my guy. right. Not, and, it's, and vice versa. Yeah. You know, I, it's it's all family love. We all help each other out. Right. You know, a little BC style family love. Anyways, besides all that, how you doing? Yeah. How you been? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling at your house for now for <laughs> three days in a row. Yeah. Is it three days? It's gone by pretty fast. Yeah, it's huh? Saturday. Yep. It's we came Thursday. Yeah, came in, kicked it. My youngest brother came in. It was my wife's birthday this past weekend, and came in to celebrate with us. And we just hung out all weekend. Got another. We got another cousin over here from Hawaii. Uh, he's another up and coming uh, uh, trainee, wrestler yeah. trainee, right behind Hikuleo here. Well, not right exactly behind, but he's behind you. Yeah, he's coming along. Yeah, he's like right on the path. On the path. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, man. You know, let's I'll catch everybody up on what you've been doing. What you've been up to. 
You were in England, right? Yeah, we can go back to England, I guess, huh? Yeah. Started in England last last June. Last June I started in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Finished up the last tour in Japan with uh, Fukuoka. What was that? What's that tour called? Dontaku. Dontaku. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then, uh, yeah, flew over to England a few weeks later. Joined the LP over there. Yeah. Yeah. We just, uh, this past weekend, we, we kicked it with LP doing the G1 watch party. ELP's watch party. Unofficial watch party. Unofficial. Unofficial. It was fun. <laughs> kicked it up till like, damn, it was like 3 in the morning? 3.30 in the morning, we stayed up. We were struggling the next day, but that was fun. A lot of, a lot of fans from Thomas Island came in, joined us for the watch party. Um, but it was fun. Anyway, how did we get on that? Oh, England. Yeah, England. <laughs> How the hell did I get to England, bro? <laughs> you know, yeah. hold on. Before, now, you got sent to England because of your excursion. But when did you come into New Japan? When did I start New Japan? Yeah, what year? Uh, January of 2017. 17? Yeah. Uh, man, you, you kind of got fast-tracked, dude. So you did two years? Two years on, on the road? But you were only in New Japan for a year before before you came on the road with us, right? I remember it was like August or September. September. It was the Destruction Tour. Was that 18, 2018? No, oh, 2017. No, oh, shit. Yeah. You didn't even do a year. You didn't even do a year as a young boy in your Come debut. On, Damn. To... I'm good, man. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to throw out some black trunks? Yeah. No, because remember, uh, Kenny Omega got hurt. Oh, yeah. No, that's a crazy story right there. Yo. You want to hear that kill, story? Yeah, I want to hear Bro, that so story. So check this out, right? Are we kayfabed or? No, no, go ahead. All right, all right. <laughs> so at the time, it was only in my class. I was a little bit before them, but it was Suji yeah. and Wemura. Yeah. It was me and us three yeah. in the dojo. So everyone was on tour. You guys had the first match was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And so we get done with all our chores in the dojo, right? Mm-hmm. And it's Suji's a chongo boy. So me and Wemo get to go, go take a nap mm-hmm. or go rest for the day. So I'm in my room sleeping. It's like 7 or 8, right? Yeah. I'm sleeping. I'm passed out. I just came back from uh, at, uh, from the States. So I was still a little bit jet lag. Yeah. So I'm sleeping in my room. I hear the phone ring. And uh, you know you know this. But when you're in the dojo, you can hear, you almost like know everyone's footsteps and where they're going yeah. and who they are. So I'm like, I hear the phone ring and I hear footsteps like, and then I hear the stairs like, and it's like heavy footsteps. I was like, is that Suji or is that like a senpai? Yeah. And uh, it's, it's actually Wemura because yeah. Wemura used to be a Greco uh, wrestler. Yeah. Uh, amateur wrestler. So he has that heavy foot <laughs> for a little guy, man. He's got some heavy feet. And so he comes up and he knocks on my door. He's like, hey, hey, uh, get on, on the phone for you. I was like, oh, shit. I thought something happened to one of you guys. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, hello? Hey, get on, what's up? He's like, hey, man, uh, you have trunks? I was like, trunks? Yeah, yeah, I have my uh, long trunks that I use in New Zealand yeah. for the debut. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, you have boots? And it was crazy. I just ordered boots that summer. Uh-huh. And it didn't come with uh, shoe, la- shoe laces. Yeah. I just ordered the shoelaces a week before. Yeah on Amazon. Yeah. And it was coming to it had arrived at your house here in Florida. Yeah. Do you remember that? No. Nope. So you had to bring the shoelaces. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it yeah. was just by coincidence cuz you came in after me. Yeah. So you brought the shoelaces with you and it was on tour with you. So mm-hmm. I hadn't even laced my boots yet. And so I'm like, I was like, yeah, boots." I was like, 
I didn't want to say I don't have laces, but I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have boots. He's like, okay, day after tomorrow, you debut. I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, you okay? You can do? I was like, yeah, 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 man, of course. <laughs> Bro, he's like, okay, okay, no problem. Tamati, you wrestle with them, okay? I was like, oh, okay. He's like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll talk to you later, man. I was like, all right, I'll see you. He's like, you guys are coming back the next day. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, shit. So I hang up, and when I was like, oh, congratulations, congratulations. Like, Shut up, Wimbledon. <laughs> so, yeah, I get the call, and sweating bullets. I couldn't even sleep that night. Yeah. So the next day, our trainer comes in, and it already the news had broke through within, our, within the company. Yeah. So our trainer comes in. He's like, you debut tomorrow? And I was like, yeah. He's like, please don't fuck up. <laughs> if you fuck up, I get fired. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Oh, who's that? Who's your uh, trainer? Saito-san. Saito-san. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, so Saito-san comes in. He's like, don't, please don't fuck up. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. So you guys are coming back from your... You guys are coming back to Tokyo for Corrigan the next night. Yeah. And so we're in the middle of training, and you guys are coming in. So... When the guys are coming back from tour, as a young boy, we all have to stop training and go help you guys bring the suitcases in and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was kind of happy because, like, oh, good, we don't do too hard of a training. Yeah. And even Saito was like, uh, today training, not too hard. You have debut tomorrow. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're right, you're right, Saito. We don't go to, we don't, he was like, we don't do 500 squats. I was like, all right, cool. So, <laughs> only 500. Yeah, only 500. Mm, 200 push-ups. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm thinking we're done with training. Yeah. Guess who's the first person that comes to the door? Who? Jado. <laughs> Bro, when I saw Jado, I was like, oh, shit. He's like, hey, you finished training? I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, good. Put on your gear. And I was like, what? And in my head, I was like, I don't have my shoelaces yet. Yeah. So I, I didn't say anything. Yeah. So I go get my tights. I'm taking my time because yeah. I, I knew you are coming with the, with the laces. Yeah. Put on my tights. I get my boots on. I'm like, fuck, where is, where is my laces at? And I open the sliding door and I see Narita walking by. Yeah. Narita. Did Tama give you my laces? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Fine, bro. That was my first time Long lacing. Time, yeah. <laughs> and you remember, I didn't know how to lace my boots. <laughs> well, those boots at the time. The other, base, the other boots I did. Yeah. So I laced them up. And then John was like, all right, let's get in the ring. And I thought I was just going to do run the ropes or yeah. something. He's like, get in the ring. And he called all the young boys. Yeah. And at the time, there was 10 of us total yeah. staying in there. And he goes, uh... Let's do one match. You do a match with this young boy. So yeah. I did like a five-minute match with him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, do another match with this young boy. So I did another five-minute match with him. Blown sky high. I'm mm-hmm. tired of shit. And he's like, okay, good, good. Breathe. He was talking to me, talking to me. Okay, now do ten bumps each. And I was like, the man has like ten bumps. And I was like, per young boy? He's like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so ten bumps, like it was like tackle... Uh, one of the guys did uh, try to give me a backdrop yeah. off the ropes. <laughs> what the fuck? And man, like halfway through, I think I blacked out because I couldn't really remember. I was yeah. just blowing sky high. Yeah. And I remember just the last young boy I went through, I was just like praying to God I just make it through. Yeah. As soon as that finished, I was just lying there. I was like, <gasps> and at this point, all yeah. the senpais were inside the dojo. Oh man, bro! All when I say everyone, I mean like. I was like, why are y'all here? Y'all never come here. <laughs> why is everybody yeah. here today? Everyone's pretending to do push-ups and shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're just watching us. I was like, oh shit, oh shit. And I'm like, I'm sitting there laying on the mat after all the bumps. And I'm just like, I'm done. I'm dead. And then Joe's like, get up, stand up. I get up. He comes over to me. He's like, 
Welcome to New Japan. Oh, like, oh, that's shit. dope. Yeah. <laughs> that's the last history, man. Yeah, man. So far. Yeah. Oh, man, that's cool. That's a cool-ass story, bro. Yeah. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Everything just hit. Now, it was Kenny that got hurt that brought you in. To debut. To yeah. debut, huh? Yeah, because usually you get like a month's notice before you debut. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, you get some time. Yeah. You get some time so you can be nervous for a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it was pretty good then, just yeah. to be nervous in one day then. Cut you right in, man. Yeah. That's great. Oh, man. You know, the, the thing, I remember you coming on the road with us, and I, I was just so happy. I was like, dang, I got never, I never thought in my wildest dreams that I'll have my two brothers with me. To be wrestling in the same same match, same ring, just going. Yeah. And I was just like, this is... It came up... Maybe I I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't know it was going to happen so quick. Because I just thought you had to go through this process. You know, as a young boy, you go through this process. Long process, and then and then, and then you come in. But man, you, you went in after that's seven months, seven, eight months you eight came months, in. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. A lot of young boys like Fale took a year before his debut. Mm-hmm. Some boys took a takes two years before they debut. Yeah. You know, a year and a half. And if you really if you really suck, it takes you three years. <laughs> <laughs> but you got straight to the front, man. It was cool just to to be there with you and and going on tour and even like after our shows, they have you be like, "Come with me, man. Let me take you out to the restaurants, yeah. get you hammered, and <laughs> like you gotta perform the next day." <laughs> oh man, that was a wake up call. Stories are true. This is real life, man. <laughs> the stories are true. Yeah. Nah, that's great. And then so you hit your debut. You you wrestled with us for how long? Wrestled until the following March. So I got to do Tokyo Dome too. I did the, remember I did the, oh, uh, the first, the dark match, the, the elimination, uh, the rumble, rumble, what do they call it? The shit, the, they, they skipped it now for like a year or two now, huh? yeah, yeah, uh, battle royal, yeah, yeah, and then, that's did, a funny one too, yeah, so we only came, you know how we always come back in January before yeah. Tokyo Dome, like yeah. a day or two, and everyone had already gotten told like they're gonna be on the show. Yeah. And I didn't think I was gonna be on the show because I was Wrestle Kingdom, mm-hmm. and I was only been wrestling for a few months. Yeah. So I'm sitting there in the in the uh, what do you call it, the dinner area, yeah. the dinner table. I'm getting ready to eat. Uh, Kobayashi brought some uh, cakes. You know, yeah. they always bring desserts. And I was like, hell yeah! I got no match for like two weeks. So I want to eat a cake. <laughs> I'm sitting there right with a plate in front of my uh, face, yeah. and then uh, Ghetto walks in. He's like, hey man. You ready for tomorrow? And I was like, what's tomorrow? He's like, you don't know? I was like, no. <laughs> he was like, you got match tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah, you in the rumble. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was sitting there looking at a cheesecake like, oh, man. Uh, uh, there goes that cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to work out now. <laughs> oh, so Battle Roy in March. March was, is our what? That's our um, Super Juniors. No, 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 no. That's a anniversary. Uh, no, that was the marches. Is, is the lines? Uh, no, no. What is, is that? The anniversary? Yeah, it was the 
lead up to the anniversary. Man, I've been off of damn work for so long. I'm starting to forget all our damn tours, yeah. man. March is the anniversary. Is, oh. is that the one you got hurt at? Yeah, yeah. It was a house show somewhere. That's right. Okay. So then you got hurt. How long were you off from that? You had torn ACL, left yeah. leg? Right leg. Right leg. Yeah, torn ACL there. And I was off for about... I was off until September. March till September. But then you went... And then from September, you went straight to England. LA. 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 LA Dojo. LA Dojo. How long did you stay there? I stayed there till 2019, February. And then... Oh, wow. 19. And then from there... From February, I came back to Japan. Japan. Till May... For the Don't Talk to Tour is my last one. Uh-huh. And then... They sent you in the excursion. Yeah. Damn. Now that we're putting that out, you're, getting, you're like moving through it. Yeah. That's dope. That's really damn cool, man. Yeah. That's really damn cool. Because now you're just like hitting all the... It was like there's a checklist for all the young boys to hit. Yeah. And you hit it all of them. <laughs> Even the LA Dojo, man. Usually when you go on the excursion... You like you just go to a spot, you yeah. go to Mexico, but you went to the LA dojo, came back to Japan, then they sent you out to England. Well, how long were you in England for? Till March, the, this past March, yeah. Till the COVID hit, yeah. and you thought, <laughs> bro, I thought I was gonna be there for a month. I thought, I thought I'll be home for like not even a month. Yeah, because I left all my clothes over there. I was like, hey man, I'll just leave this here. I'll see you in a couple weeks, all right? <laughs> Catch you later. <laughs> that was in March of this year. What, what we're in September now? Yeah, no, I mean, now I'm still there. I'm like, hey, hey, man. All your shit is still up there. Yeah, all my nice clothes. And <laughs> all I brought back was workout gear. Oh. So we're going out to, now we're starting to go out to family functions. <laughs> my Wait, tank top. So what's going to happen to your stuff? Is somebody going to pack it up and send it to you? Or? Yeah. I'm Are you just like, ask them. Yeah, you got or you just rolling. Get it. LP if he goes back to England. Hey, don't go to my house, pack my shit up, and send it over to me. No, F you. <laughs> Come get it. Damn. How was England? Yeah, it was cool. It was a real different. Uh, not real different. I would say it's closer to America than Japan is. Yeah. As far as culture goes. Yeah. But I still had a good experience over there. Yeah. Both wrestling and lifestyle. I thought it was a lot of fun, too. Yeah. Because I got to, as far as wrestling goes, I got to break away for a little bit. Yeah. And you just find yourself out there. And uh, yeah, you just try things out. If it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm still unknown out there, so that's good. Out there for Rev Pro. Yeah. You, how was the, you know, I, I never, I don't know the experience uh, running the indie scenes circuit over there. But you were telling me some things about uh, some shows are just for the kids. Oh yeah, the summer camps. The summer camps. Yeah, those are a lot. That that's how I kind of uh, developed a personality. Yeah. And kind of figure things out because it wasn't about performance. It was more about showmanship. Yeah. With these kids, so it was stress free. Yeah. And I could just practice how to be mean. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so easy being mean to them, and I just carried that over to uh, the bigger shows. Yeah. Like at Rev Pro. So. I learned so much over there. And we got so many reps. We yeah. were wrestling probably four or five times a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was great. Man. It was real. I had a lot of fun with those. Yeah. That, that's, I felt the same way when I went to Mexico. 
I, mm-hmm. the, I got like three to four reps uh, wrestling matches a week. Yeah. But you know, Fridays is your is your main night in this uh, arena, Mexico. And anything before that or after that is real chill. It's not TV or nothing. So you, I'm able to like talk my shit and yeah. like really find yourself, you know, yeah. see, throw stuff at the wall, see what sticks, you know. But was there a lot of people for those? Yeah. Was that was those were those like family shows too, or were those like main shows? Yeah, they're both. Yeah, they're both like me- yeah, in Mexico wrestling is legit, bro. It, no matter where you go, it's just yeah. part of their like world life you know yeah. you know you, you remember CMLL is the oldest wrestling company out in the world man oh, yeah. yeah they're the oldest older than WWE older than Japan mm-hmm. you know and so there there's like Lucha is like ingrained in there. I feel like that's part of their f- tale you know that I don't know with like superheroes and the re- that's where the mask comes I, yeah. they just go deep with it and kids Kids, family, you know, kids are out when we wrestled like uh, in Mexico. There, there were so many kids everywhere, and they're in on the act. They're blowing the horns. Just yeah. some of them are, you know, they're they're doing their, uh, you know, a little vulgar hand sand, flicking us off, and you know, talking their, their junk. But they all I just feel like it's all part of the show, you know. Yeah, they understand. I feel like Mexican fans understand more that it's a work than than, than other fans, you know. But that's I mean, that's been my experience. But it's fun. They make it fun. Did you yeah. travel a lot down there? Or was it within a certain... They had a circuit. Yeah. yeah. Like, like in England, like, we would travel like a couple hours Yeah. Up for shows. A couple hours? Yeah. Yeah. We... we, we there was like one we would go down to... Uh, oh, man. Some of these names. Like a seven-hour bus ride. And we get up at four in the morning... Yeah. And catch the bus by six, and we take this uh, new uh, CML has a, a travel bus for us. Take that down, seven hours, eight hours, get there, wrestle, turn around, catch it back. So we wouldn't get back till like three, four in the morning. You know, so it's it's a it's just one go. There's no hotels, no nothing. On the road. Yeah, dude. Tama, summer is over. Fall is here, and. You know, with fall, with everything layering up, I have found that it means that my junk gets more swampy, not less swampy. <laughs> Man, you get those layers on in the fall. No, that's right. That's right. More clothes, more heat generation. Mm-hmm. You're going to get swampy. You're going to get yep. musky. You got to stay groomed. You got to get trimmed. You got to find a way to, to keep everything neat and tidy down there. And the folks at Manscaped have pretty much given you everything you need to maintain. Oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving the, the preserve. Observer, I use that on a regular basis, and I understand right now going into fall, I'm going to need even more. Manscaped has been working for a long time to make sure that you're able to do that, and that's why they've redesigned their electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent the past 18 months perfecting the greatest fall hair trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3. Point. Oh, this is the third generation of their ball trimmer. Its cutting-edge ceramic blade is going to reduce all grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. Manscaped obsessed over their technology, giving you the best tools possible for your grooming experience, whether it be the Lawnmower 3.0 or the ingredients in all their other products. Tama, tell them about these. Yo, yo, best ingredients in the game, all right? They're, they got scientists. They got mad scientists putting this together for you, for the preserver, for the reviver, for the duster. They got everything for you guys. Look, guys, 
When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes to room your junk. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor. This thing is not gonna get caught, it's not gonna get stuck. It's gonna make sure that, that you're gonna have a, a clean and crisp trim down there. All right, so if you're listening to me speak right now, you are one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product, and I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. We're gonna give you 20% off plus free shipping if you use the code Tama over at manscaped.com. That's right, 20% off plus free shipping with the, with the code Tama. That's again, Tama over at manscaped.com. You're gonna get 20% off free shipping. And if you screenshot it, we might send you a prize package. Level up your hygiene, because folks, I don't know if you know this, but when, when everything's clean down there, she's gonna wanna make your G1 Climax. Manscaped, your boss will thank you. I'm glad you got your reps in out there in England. It's 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 a good teacher, you know. It's a good experience. For sure. Mm-hmm. And you learn too while you're on the road. You just listen to other guys talk. Yeah. Share their stories. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some of your pictures on Instagram. I, I love it when you go uh, sightseeing and you have some castles, some old castles out there. Man, there's that's just straight history. That whole country. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah. Even the city I was staying in, Portsmouth. Yeah. Uh. When New Japan came over, and I talked to a few of the guys, they were just like, yeah, Portsmouth is a big, uh, I guess there's a treaty or something signed between them and Japan over there in Portsmouth. Yeah. Yeah, it was about the, um, the trading, because Portsmouth was the main harbor for mm-hmm. England at the time. There's that, and then there's a the history too, like, uh, what is it called? The boat. Man, I went and visited this boat twice. Like, now I can't remember it. But the Mary Rose, mm-hmm. it was this boat that King Edward, I think the fourth, used. Yeah. It was so big and grand, right? But it never even went into battle. It went. So the story is that when it was leaving harbor, I think it was when the French were trying to invade. One of the countries was trying to invade through the harbor. And uh, the Mary Rose was the first one out. And one story is it made a turn, but the waves were so strong that it might have gone in through, you know where the cannon hole is? Yeah. Those cannon holes? The water went in there, and that's how it sunk. Another is it might have got hit early on, and no one noticed it, and that's where the water was going in. But eventually it sunk and never got into battle. I don't know how, how accurate that story is. <laughs> all, all the fans were like, what the hell? <laughs> Man, that's full of shit. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I Googled it. <laughs> it's not called the Mary Rose. <laughs> no, that's great, man. Um, if you had to choose again, if you had to choose again, what? not choose again, if you had to go to another spot, what would it be? Which spot would you go to get like another run? Another circuit run, you know, get some more experience in wrestling. Probably, like what promotion? Yeah. Anyway, no, that what country? I I think that's more because you got styles, you know, you got yeah. yeah American style, Mexican style, and the English style, UK style. I guess the other two choices are either Mexico Mexico or America. (laughs) You've gotten some... I've gotten American uh, experience. I would say Mexico then. 
you got no choice. <laughs> That's yeah, it. I you, think it, like when I was hearing the options being thrown out, yeah, I, I was kind of hoping for Mexico. Yeah, but at the same time, I was like, man, I'm six eight. I'm gonna go to Mexico. What would I do? I never seen a guy over there. I mean, I have. Yeah, but uh, maybe I would have learned some flips and dive. Man, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know get, about you that. You don't think I can flip, dog? No, I maybe no. I, I don't have no doubt that you can flip. I just don't want you to flip. I don't, I don't you know. Oh, yeah. I in Mexico, there's a lot of the guys that did that, and it just looks goofy. <laughs> you know, to me, that's just my preference. Some guys, um, the big guys, man, they get they get uh, their base, man, and they just do strong moves. Uh, when I was down there, there was a dude that was from Australia. He was like six five. But he was jacked, man. You know, he might have been on the giz ass a little bit, but, yeah. you know, but he was jacked. And we were just, he was trying to do, like, stuff over the top rope. I was like, duh, you need, you need just clothesline dudes, powerbomb dudes, you know. Yeah. There's, there's other ways. Because the other little dudes are just, they're all flying. They're all flipping. They're all, if I was, it, look, I'm 5'11", we'll go six foot. All right, I'm six foot, but if I saw your ass going to flip on me, I'd be like, hell no. Hell no. Get the hell out of here, bro. If I see you go for a dive, I'd be like, hell no. Uh-uh. You know, because game over. Match is over. If you do those big moves on me, it's over. Uh, you know, shit. But that's just my, that's just my view on, on a, my perspective. I feel you. You know, but to each his own, man. If you want to do flips, go ahead, go flips. You ain't doing no flip on me. This is my debut back in Japan. Getting <laughs> <laughs> the people to start clapping before you dive? I said, hell no. <laughs> You're fired, man. Yeah, <laughs> shoot, man. But this whole COVID, you know, we had a lot of time off. You've been kicking in here with us. What you've been, uh, what's, yeah. what's something that you're looking forward to when you uh, get back to wrestling? Wrestling? In Japan, yeah. sorry, yeah, there's a wrestling, huh? Yeah, it, there's a high you get from it, and there's like a the creativity you can come from it too. Mm-hmm. It, there's so much; it's its own world, really. And I miss being around the boys and just going on the road. Yeah, you learn so much both in and out of the ring because you we eat together. Yeah, we get on the road together. We're in the same hotel, backstage in the ring. It's great, man. I, I do miss it, so yeah. I'm looking forward to it. How long has it been since you've been in Japan? Is it ever since you left for England? Or have you been back? Yeah, impact? last last May. Hold on. I love, you know, Japan, I love everything about it. The travels with everyone, the young boys. I think seeing you coming in um, and being with us, uh, not only just because you're you know, my younger brother, and that's that's freaking uh, the whole other section of, we can talk about all day. But just watching you grow and, and seeing the new things uh, that you're experiencing, you, I could just tell how much you're you're liking a lot of it, you know? And yeah. I, I'm like, damn, it throws me back to the times that I'm when I was like that. And I hope, man, I know I'm saying it like I've gotten used to it. Maybe I have. You know, some, sometimes you see repeating things over and over again. Yeah, cycles going through. Yeah, and it just becomes 
like everyday life, you start to take it for granted, you know. Yeah. But to hear you say those things is like, man, you're right. I, I miss that. I and this whole pandemic, this whole time off, made me miss Japan, like a lot, a lot. And I'm like, man, next time I go back, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna, you know, I'm yeah. gonna go visit this place because there's, there's so much, there's so much to do in Japan. Yeah. On the, you know, with the little time that we get off. You just gotta take advantage of that. You know, the, if you have a day or two off, go visit um, like monuments and and even Mount Fuji. I would su- suggest to everybody to go check that out. Didn't yeah. you climb it? Yeah, that was dope. We, me and uh, Kushida, me and Kushida, he wow. took me. Yeah, we we started like at two in the morning. We got up to the top right when the sun started coming up, mm-hmm. and watched the sun. You could see like. I felt like I could see the whole of Japan, all the way to the ocean. Okay. Yeah. And, you, you know, we got there. It was so cold. It was like summertime. When you get up there, you know, the weather up there is cold as shit. And I wasn't even prepared for any of that. Yeah. My dumb ass just got up and grabbed a stick and, I, and had my, my new Japan jumpsuit. <laughs> and I climbed and I didn't even bring no snack, no water, no nothing. What? My dumbass. I know, bro. Thank goodness they had like little stops on the way up Mount Fuji. They had like little spots that you could sit down and have, they have snacks and water. Yeah. But they charged like 10 bucks for a Snickers bar, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, they got to climb up there too. So. <laughs> <laughs> the water bottles was like $15 for like a 12 ounce. And man, they, and I was like, I didn't care. Yeah. It, by the time we got up there, we got to that waypoint to where we can get Snickers. I was so tired and hungry. That was the best Snickers bar I ever tasted in my life, man. You know, fuck. After we get to the top, you're sweating. Yeah. You know, you sweat and you got cold weather and it gets you sweat. That's the worst, man. That is the worst. <laughs> Bless you. I'm doing a lot of that. Kazoom tight. But. <laughs> my bad, dude. Uh, come on now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All this hair, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I, I think you not. I think you should take advantage of the time we are, you are in Japan to to get to know the culture. You go check out tourist spots. Uh, you know the, the palace and all that. Yeah. The Emperor's Palace. You should, have you gone there? I have. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? Cool. Oh yeah, everything in Japan is cool. Yeah. Every like especially on our when in between tours. Yeah. Yeah, when I was staying at the dojo. Yeah, those were those were a lot of fun. And like you said too, it's I think we took it kinda of for granted because we're always there. Yeah. But I won't make that mistake again. Right, we say that now when we get there, we're gonna be kicking that back again. You know a drink. <laughs> there's there's a, definitely a lot of uh, alcohol consumption out there. Look, and it's not just us. It's like the whole culture itself, man. Beer. You can say that about all cultures, but Japan is that culture, man. Mm-hmm. You, like, before, even if you don't drink, it'll be rude if you don't, if you, like, go out with a sponsor and and you they put a beer in front of you yeah. and you don't drink it. It's, it's rude. At least drink the first one and then you can switch it to whatever you want after water, tea, or whatever. But Well, I'll tell you, man. I think I've thrown up like five times on the road. The worst one though was in Osaka. Yeah. You know that little uh, restaurant we go to mm-hmm. with uh, the Bullet Club family? 
And uh, who came in? Somebody came in. One of the big senpais came in to our dinner. Mm-hmm. And this is this is still my first tour. And uh, I was sitting next to Fala. And Fala's like, yo, he's giving me a beer. You have to drink the whole, you have to chug the whole thing. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, if you don't do it, man, that's real disrespectful. You got to do a thousand squats tomorrow. I was like, shit. So I, so I chugged the whole thing, right? And then the senpai ordered another one. And we're getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we're leaving. He's like, he just stared at me. And I was like, this senpai too. Uh, he get, oh, I get nervous around him. Who's that? <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. Yana. Oh. <laughs> and, and the camera, man. He's funny. He's cool. Yeah. Backstage boy. Big senpai back there. Uh-huh. But yeah, he uh, ordered another one, and I was like, oh, sorry, Yana, we're leaving. And both him and Father just looked at me, and I was like, shit. And I was like, already, I was full uh. from food, and I was full from drinking. And like, he has this look on his face, too. It's almost like the laughing face when he stares at you. Mm-hmm. But it's like, when you're outside the ring, it's not funny anymore. It's kind of <laughs> scary. And I was like, oh, shit. And I remember I was chugging it. I was trying to chug it. And there's a young boy with me, too. Another young boy. And we were both trying to chug it. And I remember... I stopped halfway and I just felt it all just come up. And mm-hmm. I ran to the bathroom and threw up. My father was like, Good job. It's better to throw up than to not drink it. Not try. Not try. Yeah, not that's try. That's what it was. Yeah, that's, that's father's pet peeve. Even, he said, he always said it to me when we first started in New Japan. He's like, It just looks bad if you don't try. Yeah. Just try. We had to do these like kip ups in wrestling when I first got the dojo and I was like, I can't do it, dude. I was yeah. hurt. He goes, just at least try. You gotta show them that you're at least trying, you yeah. know. And that's that's a huge thing. So when you're out, a lot of the boys fake their shit. They fake the fake drink. They act like they're drunk, so that oh. way they get li- left alone. You know that. You know oh, that yeah. little trick. That's what you learn selling for wrestling. It's a selling business, man. That's what we were always told from the beginning. Yeah. Wrestling is a selling business. You can't no no sell, man. Nobody cares about no sell. When it came to training in the dojo, boy. <laughs> You remember when I first started there? Yeah. And you, you used to FaceTime me? Mm-hmm. I look at you with my shaved head. <laughs> almost about to cry every day. <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here. Oh, <laughs> man. This is madness. We, we, you know, uh, when Hikuleo, when he got picked up. So, we were in New Zealand when he did his tryout. We went to do Fale's show. We brought Hikuleo to get looked at uh, by Shugabayashi and Gato and them. And they instantly liked him. They said, we want him. Cool. Well, during that match, uh, you broke your hand. You, you fractured wrist. it. Yeah, you, yeah. you fractured your wrist. And so, you know, uh, I was like, look, they want you in in January. It was already what? November. November. They yeah. want you in January. And, and I was like, you got to go. You can't, you can't go home and, and be like, well, I hurt my wrist. Can you give me some time to, to recover? And in wrestling... It's difficult to, when opportunities come, you just got to take it, no matter, I, I feel, your situation, because it's hard to find opportunities in wrestling to get in, to get in, yeah. you know, and so, especially out there in Japan. So I got, my, my, my poor brother, <laughs> he, his, he fractured his wrist, and we, we no-sold it, we didn't tell anybody, um, I talked to my dad. And I was like, "Hey, what do we, what do you think we should do?" He goes, "Send him off, no matter what. Doesn't matter. Send him to the dojo. <laughs> you know, he's got to go through it." So, 
We didn't tell anybody he, he broke, he fractures his wrist. We sent him to the dojo in January. And I don't think he, I don't think you were, you had any idea what that was, that life was going to be like, right? Nah, man. I mean, like you said, we were in New Zealand first. Yeah. So I did a little bit of training with Fale. Yeah. But it was real light. Yeah. Uh, he had to concentrate on the show. So mm-hmm. we did mostly preparing for the show. But yeah, I had no idea. You were telling me stuff to do. You were yeah. telling me to do squats and push-ups. Yeah. And I was doing that. But that was like a quarter of yeah. an eighth of what was... Because it wasn't just wrestling. It was also the... The lifestyle. Yeah, the work that I do inside the dojo. Yeah. Yeah, the, the poor kid. Every time I call him, I FaceTime him from home. <laughs> he put half of his face on the camera so I wouldn't see him crying. <laughs> no, I was just playing. You could just tell he was in like... It, that's all foreigners. Anybody who first goes to a dojo, you can see, like, every time I go see new guys in there, they just, they look so sad, <laughs> every one of them. And it, it, it's a cult, it's a shock of the way they, they, the life over there. It's a shock to those who don't know nothing about it. And uh, we've talked about it uh, on, on, on Thomas Island Podcast before. We've had episodes where I explain the beginning, especially when I talk with Farley the the rigorous like training and getting up in the morning to clean the the whole dojo the gym and then doing laundry and being on call cooking cleaning again before you go to bed there's there's so much responsibilities that they put you through and you it's a it's a sometimes what do you say would you say it's overwhelming at times or oh for sure absolutely in the beginning yeah Man, you just don't know what to do. Yeah. And you don't want to stand there looking stupid, too. Yeah. You, you don't understand what they're saying. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so you're just trying to follow one of the young boys around. Mm-hmm. But it's tough, too, being 6'8 in the dojo, <laughs> following a little Japanese kid around. <laughs> oh, so what do we do next, guys? <laughs> he says, please leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. No, Father hated it. He hated it. So every chance he got to leave, he dipped. But I didn't care for it. I, I To me... I I was fine. I was that was easy life. Wait, you came to the military too. Yes, and then we also had our mom. Oh, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> our mom was a tough one, man. That's, every morning it was screaming at us or at me. So that, and then going into screaming at the military and then going to the dojo that that to me was like my world. That was, it made it a lot smoother for me, I guess. But I see the hurt in these in these foreigner guys when they come in, and I saw that same hurt in my in my younger brother when I used to call him. He was up there, but he may do even even with a broken wrist. He um, with a fractured wrist, he tried to uh, train, and then they found out. They found out that he he hurt his wrist. And they're like, look, we'll just take it easy. At least wrap up your wrist, and they just made you do like squats and stuff, right? Yeah, just concentrated on legs. Yeah, yeah, your legs did get big. <laughs> yeah, and then after that, I never did legs again. <laughs> as soon as I healed up, I'm like upper body, yeah, upper arms. body. <laughs> I I said chest and biceps only. <laughs> I did enough squats for my life. <laughs> Thomas Island listeners, as guys, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair, from how it feels after getting a fresh cut to the way it's perfectly styled before we go out, and then we get into our 20s and our 30s, and we start to notice those first signs of hair loss. Oh, it definitely starts to feel like panic time. Because let's face it, no guy ever really wants to go bald, but thankfully, there's now an easy way to keep your hair with Keeps. 
Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The only way to really prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. And Keeps makes it very easy. You don't have to go to your doctor's office for hair loss prescriptions. Now, all you have to do is visit a doctor online, get your hair loss medication delivered right to your home, and start now. That's right. They make it easy, and they deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to hanging out in the pharmacy checkout lines and all those awkward doctor visits. And also, they have the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but you've never tried them for this price. Again, you have to start while you still have hair left to save, and treatments can typically take between four to six months, so it's important to act fast. And if you want that first month free, go to Keeps.com backslash Tama. That's right, Keeps.com backslash Tama for your first month free. Head on over to Keeps.com and keep the hair you have while you still have it. Ah <laughs> oh, man, that, but it's uh, the way we would talk about it. I would tell my my brother, you know, it's like grit, man. You just fight through, and no matter what, some some guys would get hurt out in the dojo, and they would milk it. And I get it, I get it. You know, you just want a little break, but everybody's watching you in, in the dojo, man. Everybody, and so people talk. Oh, he doesn't have the heart. Oh, look at him milking that. And so that gets passed around. You know, but if they see you hurt, but you're still trying, you're still putting in the effort, that's the kind of guys they're looking for, you know, the, to to keep fighting. That's the fighting spirit. You had a crazy story there with your the heat, uh, training in the heat <laughs> under Jado. Yeah. 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 You know, Jado, I, I look back now and I, I you know, Jado was just a tough trainer, you know, and he just wanted to see who had the guts and try to see if maybe us foreigners, because me and Fale was coming up the uh, the trainee way, the young dojo way, and he wanted to see if we had the guts to stay in. Yeah. You know, so he would. Some would call it hazing. Some would call it bullying. And maybe I think we might have seen it then, but I look back now. I'm glad that happened because it just made me tougher. Yeah. You know, that just made me tougher. So I was able to, like, withstand that. And I think that's just, like, life shit. You know, when you go through some shit in your mm-hmm. life and you're able to come out the other end and be like, damn, I made it. But at that time, you, you're just like, man, I, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. But when you do get through it, you know, you it just makes your skin tougher. and Absolutely. You know? Some life lessons on the dojo, man. Yeah, for sure. You go through all the elements. Of the <laughs> Everything. Mental, physical. Yeah. Emotional. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, look, you went through your ACL. You See, the thing about your ACL, you tore, not, you tore both ACLs, both legs. Damn, dog. Is this injury problem? No. No, shit. I, look at me. Torn, you know, not you gotta take that, but you're still walking, right? Yeah, you're still pushing, right? Yeah, so it doesn't matter if you had quit, that's a different story. You know, look at me ankle, my hand broke my hand, dislocated my right shoulders, my knees, my ACL. I think nobody's is, is 
everybody's acceptable acceptable to to injuries you know yeah everybody it's, that's just life it's what you do with it and after damn bro damn, boy yo slow hey. down stop snoring over there sorry about that y'all can hear that <laughs> got my cousin laying over there t- just snoring away having good dreams and shit <laughs> anyways yeah but any anybody can uh yeah yeah so my other knee that was from uh, back in 2010. Yeah. From basketball at college. That was that was a freak accident too. All I was doing was going out for a rebound. Yeah. And I just came down and the guy was on my back. Yeah. Yeah, I just landed and just my knee just buckled. Yeah. Well, was, hey, no. So tell us a little bit about that. About your college? How? Where'd you go? How much time? What'd you do? Oh, you don't want to talk about that? No, I'm just, yeah. Um, let's see. You, had a, you, went to, you went and played basketball in college. Weber University. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this Yeah, one. 2009 to 2013. Yeah. Yeah, starting center, 6'8". All right, all right. 185 <laughs> pounds. You're doing like a wrestling uh, intro <laughs> right here. <laughs> Jacked. <laughs> Skinny as a twig. <laughs> Hailing in Palm Orlando, Florida. Ran a six-minute mile. Damn. Yeah. Nah, that's, that's got your degree out there. Uh-huh. So, it's, you know, you started wrestling at 27. I started wrestling at 27. A lot of, when you came in, I Oh, remember. I started training at 24. Oh. Yeah. I came to the dojo when I was 25. Oh, shoot. I turned 26 in the dojo. Turned 27 the year I got hurt. Yeah. Turned 28 in oh, there. Oh, dang. I got it all wrong. Yeah. little math. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I started when I was 24. Remember, I uh, finished college. Yeah. I was working working out. I was working at the hotel and working for the Magic. Mm. Orlando Magic at the time. At the same damn time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I quit the hotel. was still working with the Magic. And then I worked at a warehouse. And that's yeah. when I started training. Because the yeah. warehouse was a lot, a lot flexible with uh, the schedule. Yeah. Yeah, then that's when I started training. You remember those days training? Uh huh. You, you and Dad. Yep. You guys just beat me up. I'm like, you, you're like, you understand? I was like, what the hell am I supposed to understand, dog? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all beat me up. Yeah, understand getting beat up. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I feel like Dad was just like reliving glory days. He's like, all right, try something on me. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I went to punch him. <laughs> just swept my legs. He got me in a hole. He's like, all right, try to get out. I'm like, hold on. Well, hey brother, I can't get out. <laughs> and then I'll be blown up. He's like, "All right, Tomo, get in here." How the hell is he gonna do? Beat him up. Ah, oh, 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 oh. uh, yeah. I remember trying to teach you a drop kick. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, I got taught to jump to land the other way. Yeah, yeah, man. That was one of the brutal days because we came in on a Sunday. Yeah. And it was me, you, Dad, and T. Yeah. And you know, I did, you called the spot, and I did the drop kick, and I I turned to the right. Yeah. I landed on the right, and I was supposed to like land on the left. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what the hell? So he spent the next hour and a half doing drop kicks. I remember I got so pissed off, and Dad was getting mad. <laughs> Everybody was getting mad. You're the only one I was staying cool with it. Yeah. No, you and T were cool with it. it was well, T- Dad. <laughs> Dad's like, no, no all the way. I was like, how do I must have turned the other way? He's old school, so he's just like, turn the other way in there. 
And then we gotta break it, break that all the way back down to basics mm-hmm. of jumping, jumping in the air and taking a bump in the air, or coming down and taking a bump, then mm-hmm. twisting. Mm-hmm. I remember I hated that day. Isn't that crazy? We practiced that, right? Mm-hmm. Fast forward however many, two, three years. Mm-hmm. And remember uh, one day before a show, I had to practice drop kicks again? Yep, yep. You, uh, who was it? Somebody was, Okada was teaching you. Okada and Okada Liger. Okada and Liger. Yeah. yeah. Cause, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot what, what was happening in the, happening that week. We were at Corkin. We were yeah. at Corkin, Corkin Hall. Yeah, I remember. Uh, Lager was the one that was pushing for it. Yeah, and so we did our we finished all our uh, warm ups. Yeah, and all our uh, match trainings. Yeah, and uh, Lager's like, "Hey, come over here." Then he called Okada over. Mm-hmm. And I remember for that next forty five minutes, I was just there helping me do drop kicks. Yep. And then I did it that night against Ibushi. Mm. Boy, that's that's Liger and Okada teaching me. Yeah, and it, I think they they can see what we all see. You're a tall dude. Yeah. And if you could do that, jump up and hit that clean. Yeah. That looked beautiful. Look beautiful. A tall dude like you, and I'm sure you can get some height too. Yeah. Hit that, extend. That I've never. That'll be. Damn beautiful. Especially out in Japan. They love that, man. Yeah. Shoot. You know, Okada, when he jumps, man, he gets some height. And when he extends, he's tall already. When he extends, I've seen pictures of him in full extension. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. There was one time, <laughs> there was one time Okada drop-kicked drop the shit out of me. He caught me straight in the face. I was, you know, and when I run, I'm going 100 miles an hour. I'm going. Yeah. You know, Okada's always... He's always beautiful. He has a nice timing and hits his target on the mark. Yeah. He ca- he catches you, like if he sh- wherever. Usually he's right here, right? Yeah. Well, I was running, hit the thing, and I was coming back. He jumped up, and he caught me straight in the face with a drop kick. Right? Yeah. I hit it. Boom! I said, "Never again am I gonna do that." He shot me the next time. I saw him go up. I'm looking for his feet. I put my hand right up. <laughs> and you can see it. Somebody snapped a picture. I put my hand up and he kicked it. I, I was looking at his feet in my hand. I had my face to the side. I put my hand up my, right next to my face. Yeah. And it looked like I was watching his boot uh, drop kick my hand. Right. Okada came up. He goes, look at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yep, you kicked me in the face. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, but we laugh about that sometimes, man. We we play ribs on the boys uh, in the ring, and it's and it's fun, man. It's a great. Even when he does it for the top rope, you know, yeah. he kicks the guy on the top turnbuckle. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, he's smooth with it, man. That's a dude you should study, man. He's really good. I think he's best, in, one of the best in the world. Definitely best in the world for somebody that got. They got, they got, that came back and got the rocket strappers back. He had to hold the company up, you know, especially while, while you know, the decline of, of some of the, the top guys, you know, yeah. and they put it on him and he held it up there for a very long time, defended the bell a lot, shoot, main event in all the, all the spots, responsibility of, of being the face of the company. That's mm-hmm. big, that's big time, man. You know, think about all the stress and, and things that's going through, through his mind. You know, yeah. got to perform. Got to, you know, to be that, to be that, be the man in Japan is. I mean, for any company, is really. Yeah, you got to act straight too. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone's watching your every move. Every move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every move. A lot of respect. Ton, ton, ton of respect for, for Okada, man. But, dude, hey, I don't mean to cut this short, but I would love to have you here more times, you know, just to we can just chat, talk, you know, get to know you. I, I didn't want to knock out your whole history out in, in one go. Yeah. I think it's something that more we can talk to. I, I, I like to pick your brain, get everybody to see the inside, and just get to know you as, as a person, man. But I appreciate you coming on here, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's fun. I, it, it sucks because after this, he gets up and he leaves. He goes back home and... This is the end of our weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so, Don't worry, I filmed it all, so it'll be on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if those uh, they want to catch up, a uh, new series uh, created here by Hikuleo is called Shotgun. We put it up uh, uh, only on, on Thomas Island Patreon. So to see that, sign up at patreon.com backslash Thomas Island to check that out. It's just our everyday life, our travels, our, our relationship with everybody around us, our circle, huh? and friends. So, uh, bro, thank you, man. You yeah. got, you got a. Where can they see you on on social media? Oh, you can catch me on Instagram and Twitter under the handle at Hiku H I K U underscore L E O. Hiku Leo. Yeah. You got you got a pro wrestling tease. Yeah, pro wrestling tease backslash Hiku Leo. You can shop my new shirt, Tri Blend, the softest merch in the game. Oh. Yeah, that's on my Big Cartel Hiku Leo dot dot com. I got some signed eight by tens on there too. Dope. Holla at me. I'll yeah. get back to you. Hell yeah, Bro, man. thanks for having me, man. Yes. Like, Good talk. We'll, uh, Good talk. We'll keep going, too. Yeah. You know, we'll catch up more next time. Yeah. We'll come out to Japan. Oh, we, yeah. We'll, we'll do some stuff out there. Oh, yeah. Shoot. Nah, why don't you come up before that? I'll, I'll leave next month. Why don't you join me? And, uh, we'll come Halloween special. Oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. Ooh. But, ooh, yeah, Halloween special. Halloween you come out. We might edit it. <laughs> Yeah. But check us out. Uh, you can check uh, check us out too on our social media at Thomas Island, both on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can find my Tamatonga, uh, the good bad guy, uh, Tamatonga, on Instagram. You guys have a good week. Guys, if you've enjoyed listening to Thomas Island Podcast, there's more for you at the patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. That's right, Thomas. If you've been having a good time on the island, you want to find a way to, to get more involved, you want to maybe ask some questions, maybe you want to hang out with Thomas himself, head on over to patreon.com slash Thomas Island. We have an exclusive Facebook page where you're able to ask questions, you're able to talk about what's happening in New Japan, what's happening in the world, what's happening with Tama. We've got uh, bonus episodes. If you want to see every episode of Tama's Island, not only early, but in bright video where you can see what Tama's wearing, you can see what I'm wearing, you can find out who's having a bad hair day, head over to patreon.com slash Tama's Island. If you get the Islander tier, we have a happy hour every week on Zoom at both 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. They're always a fun time. And starting in August, for one week a month, we are going to pick a subject suggested by a Patreon subscriber. So you head over to patreon.com slash Thomas Island. You're going to be able to suggest a topic. You're going to be able to ask some questions. You're going to be able to have a good time. So please head on over there, subscribe, and hang out.
patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. <laughs>